this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and once again, so glad to be with you guys today, and I'm glad you are with me today as well. No matter where you are around the globe, I'm hoping that today is going really good for you, because you know what? You all deserve a great day. I think sometimes it's hard for us when we wake up in the morning to say, what do I deserve today? You know what? I deserve a great day today. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be loved. And when we begin to move ourselves into that place to say, you know what? I choose choose happiness today. I choose joy today. I choose love today. Then you know what? Your day has no choice but to go great, right? Because you're choosing the things, uh, you know, fruit of the Spirit, and you're choosing the grace, the love, the peace, the going the extra mile. You're choosing the choices that God says, if you choose these things, you know what? Choose life, right? You're going to have abundance of life, and you're going to have a great life. So there's options for us to be able to choose, and I hope today you're waking up, and maybe if you're in the morning of your day or the afternoon or the, even the night, you're still saying, today, what's left of my day, I choose joy. I choose love. I choose to be happy. I choose to be loving to people. I choose to give people a smile that have a frown. I choose today joy. And if you do, I guarantee you the rest of your day will go great. It really will. So, Today, I am excited because here we are in April, guys, April 5th, 2023. Whoever thought we would be in 2023? I remember in the 80s when I was, you know, uh, of course, in the 80s when I was a teenager, I remember thinking, 2023, man, we're probably going to be in rocket ships and spaceships and our cars will float like the jets, like the Jetsons, you know I me. Mean, that was my dream. And yet we get in 23 and we think, man, you know, we got so much progression and technology and iPhones and computers and Wi-Fi and internet and wow, you can have something without a cord attached to it. But unfortunately, we do not have the flying cars yet. But hey, I'm looking for that to happen any day now. I tell you, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm all about technology and progression and evolving into something great every day. You know what? Because we should do that way in God. Every day we should evolve into even a little bit more happiness to where we're, one day we're happy, tomorrow we're happier, and the next day we're the happiest, right? Everything goes from glory to glory, the Bible says. And so, I'm excited because here in April 2023, I'm going to talk about my book of the month, which is called Why Didn't God Answer My Question? Now, you might think that's an interesting topic. It is, is it not? Because every one of us, there's not one of you, if you've had a father to pass away like mine, if you've had a, you know, a, a sister who's sick, or if you had a boss maybe that didn't like you, or you had you know, a job that let's say uh, you, know, you got fired from, or maybe your house got burned, or no matter what the case may be, be good, bad, or ugly, every one of us, and I laugh about it because we're all in the same boat, right? Every one of us has said those words before. Why won't you answer me, God? Why didn't you hear me? You know, have I done something wrong? You know, and we get all drama sometimes with God, do we not? Like, as if God is sitting there just looking, twiddling his thumbs, looking down, saying, Oh, now you want to talk to me? You know, I mean, God's always about our ways and God loves us and God goes before us before we even have to ask him to go before us. He just says, hey, you know what? You're my child. I'm going before you. I'm going to take care of you. I know the ending from the beginning. But in this book, 
It's powerful. And we have sold so many copies so far. It is unreal how many copies this book we've sold. And we're also even getting now even testimonies back already. And here we are just the 5th of April. And people are saying, I could not put it down, Jeremy. Like, I got this book, could not put it down. And they read the whole thing within a couple of days. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of reading, you know? you got a lot of time on your hands. And that's powerful. But one of the things I've realized in my life is, you know, when you're hungering and thirsting after righteousness, like the Bible says, you'll be filled. You will be filled. And that's a key thing is when you're desperate to find answers for things that you're not getting answers for, guess what? Life just changes for you. And when you read something about that, it's like, you know what? Wow. I just got a revelation, you know, it answered a question for me about why my questions are not answered. And so this is why this book is so powerful. And some of the things I talk about in this book are things that really, I guarantee you, I give you my word. I can almost promise you that you walk away saying, wow. You know, you, you might walk around thinking to yourself, wow, okay, in the past, I've been a little dumb about this. I, you know, I won't, I will no longer ask God, why won't you answer my question? Now I know the answer. And this is what I target. I target everything imaginable of possibilities or angles of why maybe you feel your question is not being asked. And one of the things I challenge you on, first and foremost, is listen to my, my Monday's Instagram and Facebook live. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time, where I teach maybe about 30 minutes to an hour on my book of the month. But I also give things that are not in the book, right? And I don't tell you the whole book, but I give you a fresh revelation of what God's given me right then and there that caters along the topics of the book. And so I definitely want to encourage every one of you, get in there, listen to this, get involved with us, all right? I think you would totally love it. But in this book today, I'm going to talk to you guys about a chapter that is called Beyond the Answer. Beyond the answer. And I say that because I want us to be able to see today exactly when we say, God, why don't you answer my question? Don't you hear me? I need this answered. I need to an answer by today by five. I need, I need to know why this is happening to me. I need to know why I got fired. And, and this chapter that says beyond the answer is extremely powerful because some of the things I deal with and let people know about is, you're not looking beyond the question, but also you're, you're also, you're not allowing yourself to look on one side of the answer, but you're too busy looking on the other side of the answer. The other side of the answer is of what you're not getting, but you need to look on beyond the answer to say, okay, if I have an answer, does this really, and I want you to think good and hard about this, folks, okay? Good and hard. Is this really going to bring peace to me? Is it really going to say, oh, wow, now I know, you know, I can move on now. I can guarantee you nine times out of ten, or the majority of you, probably 99.9% .9 of you, are going to say, gosh, you know what, Jeremy? You hit me between the eyes, because you're right. It doesn't really answer. It doesn't bring me peace. Why? Because one question with an answer will always open up another can of worms. You know, it's like the old saying, you know, don't open up that Pandora box. You know, open up that can of worms. Why? Because the moment something is released... Man, we're human beings. We're going to continue to ask more and more and more and more questions. And the key thing is it's going to take us down a rabbit hole that never brings satisfaction. It never brings us to a foundation where we say, oh, wow, that's it. Got it. No problem. No sweat. Let me give you guys a great example. 
If let's say, for example, if your company that you feel like God has said, you know what, thus saith the Lord, you've got a job and, and you're going to be doing this. And all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm going to track this. You know, I believe in the Bible. I believe in God. I believe in law of attraction. I believe God's behind the law of attraction. So I'm going to start thinking positive. I know I'm, I'm, I'm up for longer ado for a good job, a good promotion. So I'm going to go ahead and just attract it. God set it in his wheel. I'm going for it. So you start thinking positive. You start seeing yourself in that position and you know it's God's wheel. All of a sudden you get the job and you're like, whoa, I love this. And then all of a sudden, three months later, guess what happens? The company goes bankrupt. The company gets bought out and they got to cut back now. Or somehow you just get laid off, right? Now let me ask you an honest question. How many of you are going to think this? But God gave me the job. Why would he... How many just stop right there? God gave me the job. Why would he blank, 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 blank? You know, every one of you would ask that question because it's human nature for us to be able to say, I don't understand because God is the supreme God. God, God would never give us something and take it back. But doesn't the Bible say, first and foremost, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the Lord of God. But that's not what we're talking about today. But let's throw that in the mix. So just because God brings you something doesn't mean God is going to shift you into something else because he will. It doesn't mean God is going to keep you there to the day you die. You know, I, I mean, the truth is, if you want to get really down to the nitty gritty part of it, if God gives me, let's say, a job, I'm hoping and praying I don't have it to the day I die. I'm hoping that maybe throughout time, maybe a decade goes by, five years later goes by, something goes by, and God takes me higher and further and deeper. Why? Because his word talks about promotion. He his word talks about you know going from glory to glory. His word talks about line upon line, precept upon precept. We hear in the scriptures that God gives us favor between God and man. That if I give, it shall be given back unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I hear things such as 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. So I hope and pray I don't have the same job until I die. Because that just sort of says, says to me, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not moving on. And yet everything in this universe evolves. Everything in this universe expands. Everything grows. Everything does. Because, because it's got that DNA of God in it that just grows. And so because of that, I hope and pray that I don't have the same job I have to the day I die, right? I hope I get moved higher and go further in into a deeper realm of what that looks like for me. To where the greater part of my, my creativity and, and my, um, and my, uh, my, my colors and my numbers and, and, and my eye-opening experiences will always continue to come out and grow even more, right? And so we have to stop, first of all, saying, but God, you gave me this job. Now look, they're taken away from me. God, hear me, hear me, listen to me, God. What do I do? What, why is this happening to me? So what if God sits here and says this? What if God looks down at you? And this is not going beyond the answer. This is actually just wanting the answer. So you're not willing to look on the other side of the answer. Okay? You're, you're, you're just trying to fa face the answer, not a truth. Remember, truth sets you free. Answers do not. Answers keep you longing. Truth keeps you at a place where you're satisfied crossing the, the finish line. So all of a sudden, God answers this question for you. Because thus said the Lord, because I'm going to, you know, um, I'm doing something in the company, you know, uh, I, they need to cut back and, and they prayed to use wisdom. Okay, well, where does that leave me, God? Am I chopped liver? Like, where does that leave me? I'm just, okay, great for them. What about me, God? And then all of a sudden, God says this to you. Because the Lord says, I'm going to get you another job. 
Now, okay, great. Here, here's my question from that point on then. Okay, God, where? Okay, I'm a little confused, God, because I'm, I just got let off my job and they let me go. And what am I going to do between now and the time I get this other job? Where's this other job going to be? Am I experienced for it? Am I not experienced for it? Well, God, I don't understand. I thought you gave me this job to begin with. Well, Lord, here I am. I, and, and you go on and you go on and you go on. And so, see, answers don't satisfy you. Truth satisfies you because it sets you free from the question. It sets you free from the question because it doesn't just answer it, it eradicates the question to where there's no more questions. Answers keep you longing and takes you down a rabbit trail of more questions, more questions, more questions, more questions, right? And so all of a sudden, you realize, wait a minute, what if I go beyond the answer? How do we go beyond the answer, Jeremy? I'm glad you asked. Here's how you do it. You realize that all things work together for your good. All things, good, bad, and ugly, work together for your good. Through a death, it'll work together for your good. Through a life, it'll work together for your good. For your good. Getting a great job will work together for your good. Getting a bad job will work together for your good. Having enemies in your life that, that betrayed you will work together for your good. Having wonderful, loving, powerful friends in your life will work out for your good. Good, bad, and ugly, it is all going to work out. So here is the question, is why do you have a question? <laughs> Here's your question, why do you even have a question? If you know it's going to work out anyway, and we trust God that it's going to all turn out good anyway, then why do we even question the negative, the bad, the why? Because it doesn't matter what happens in my life. When my father passed away, it about devastated me because he was my best friend. He was the most amazing man I ever met. My mother will tell you that. My sisters will tell you that. He's just a great guy. No, he wasn't perfect. You know, and everybody has issues and problems because we're human. But to me, he was, he just, he ruled and reigned. He was awesome. He was a great pastor. He loved people. He considered, he, he just, he never turned anyone away. He was just, he was that kind of man of God. But you know what? It devastated me I, because I was heartbroken. But you know what? That's to be expected. When, when you love, you're going to be hurt. When you love something, it doesn't always stay forever. And so there's going to be pain. That just shows you that you love. That's the beautiful thing about life. It just shows you that you loved. But even through that, even through that, at that moment, I had to sit here and say, I didn't, I, I really didn't. I didn't ask myself the question. Now, my sisters might have or my mom might have, but I never asked the question, why, Lord? And yet, you know what? I had the right to ask that question. I'm human. I mean, I mean, let's just let's just face it. Doesn't every one of you want to know why did you take somebody from me that I loved? That's a normal question to ask. But there's something in me at that moment that started looking and saying, you know what? It is what it is. It's not going to change anything. He's not coming back. He's in a better place with the Lord, so he wins anyway, right? No matter how he gets his healing, he wins anyway. And, and, and you, you promised me you'd turn around for my good. So Lord, through this, through this pain and through this longing of missing him, Lord, then I just say, I just ask Lord that you'll begin to just comfort my heart. Comfort my heart because right now I'm not able and capable of seeing what's on the other side beyond the answer. But I know that if I look and know that it's going to work out for my good and I don't have to have the answer right now because I trust you by faith and you know what just walk me through this God and I will learn to be fine I will learn to be okay I will be okay I will eventually be okay God and you know what happened I learned to be okay and the reason why because God was for me 
And if God be for me, who on earth can be against me? And if everything works out for my good, then why do I need to worry or ask the question? If I got fired from my job, why should I ask the question? When God God says, you know, will we ever see the, will we ever see the righteous forsaken or our seed begging for bread? If I believe what He says is true, then you know what? I'm never going to beg for bread. My kids never beg for bread. So why even ask the question? See, life is nothing more than do you trust me? That's all. Life, life is nothing. Your relationship with God is nothing more than do. You trust me because I promise every one of you that the reason why we all ask questions is because we really just don't trust him. That's the bottom line. It, it really is. And it's okay. God, God is not going to strike you dead because you're like, you don't trust me, son. Bam. I'm turning into a pillar of salt. No, he knows that you're human. He knows there's going to be times you're going to be like, Lord, I'm having major problems right now trusting you. I've been there, folks. I have been there where I literally thought, I just don't feel like I trust you right now, God. In my angry times and my, you know, my times in my life when I went through hard times, but I've learned to grow up and put away childish things. Not that I don't have my moments anymore. We all do. We all are human. But there's times in my life when I look back and I say, but you know, God, it's not, the issue is not asking the question. The issue is, do I truly trust you? If I get fired, I should have a question. I should say, to God be the glory. I trust you. God will never, you know, he says, I'll never give you a stone if you ask for bread, right? Which means he's nothing more than a good God. Good God. Bottom line is either you're good or you're not good. And if you choose in the back of your subconscious mind, in the depths of your spirit, in the bottom of the well of your soul, if you can say, I know that he's good, then you should never have a question again. Now, is it wrong to ask questions? No. It's not like God's going to send you, you know, or slap your face or, or anything else. It's just because when we love, we're going to ask questions. But the bottom line is, he's just saying, just trust me. Just trust me. That's all. Just got to trust me. And so I, I've learned not to say, why did you this happen? Now, there's times there's, that might want to pop in my mind a time or two, but I've realized that when I begin to discover all this revelation on the idea of learning to have the understanding about the fact, did God answer my question? My real question should be, why are you asking God if he answered your question, Jeremy, <laughs> that's my, that's the real question, not to God, but to myself. Why are you asking God this question? And then once I ask myself that question and not God, then I should say, you know what? I trust him. This too shall pass. Something's going to work out for my good. It will make me a better person. Hopefully my character, my personality will be better through this. And all my friends said, amen. And something in my life will change. Something will just, something, don't know what, can't put my finger on it, my hand on it, but something, somehow, life will be better. And that's, that's, that's the truth. That is the truth that should set you free. That right there, my friend, is the truth. He died to give you life, life more abundantly. There's a life that you have to learn to just say, I trust that he's given me life. Bottom line. I trust that God has given me life. And he has. End of story. The moment you go down that road of why did you God? Why? You know, the moment you do, trust me, folks, it doesn't turn out pretty. And you might say, but I just need God to answer me. No, you really don't. 
Because the moment God answers you of what you of what you're feeling like maybe you're needing to hear, you will continue to ask more and more and more and more questions, and you will not be satisfied. When truth comes and it's revealed to you, and here's what truth looks like: truth is revealed nine times out of ten through your experience of being on the other side of the answer that didn't satisfy you, that finally looks at you dead in the face, straight in the face, and says, here it is. Here's your truth. And guess what? It's like the woman at the well. You'll never thirst again from that moment on. That's what truth does. Truth satisfies the soul. It satisfies you. Answers do not. Don't be deceived, folks. Don't be deceived. Answers have never done anything good for anybody, ever. Okay? What has answered the answer has been the moment you arrive past the answer and, and, and you start experiencing and evolving into the truth of when, when God sees you ready to receive and live in the truth, not when you think you're ready, but when God sees that you are deemed to be in that moment where you can experience that truth, because truth is experience. The moment it's experience, trust me, you'll never thirst again. You'll never question because that freedom of your experience and that truth will totally radically answer everything you've ever wanted to know about that question. And then you look and you say, why on earth did I even ask God that question? Right? That's what it does. So today, I would encourage you. This is one of many, many things I have incorporated in this book. I want to encourage each and every one of you, go right now to my website, identitynetwork.net, and you can just download this book. Now, if you order, order, want to order my paperback, hey, go for it. And if I'm in the office, I would be more than happy to autograph it for you because I know many of you save my books that are autographed. I'm more than uh, uh, ready and able to autograph the book for you before my team ships it out to you. But I definitely encourage you, if not, just download the book today. Go on the website, identitynetwork.net, and just put in the keywords. If it's not on the homepage, which it is, but if it's not, put in, why didn't God answer my question? Okay? Remember, didn't is D-I-D-N apostrophe T. If you forget the apostrophe, it won't, won't pull up. Why didn't God answer my question? And just download the book today. I guarantee you it'll satisfy your soul, all right? It'll help you out to answer some of your quote-unquote questions, right? About why you're asking questions. So do that today. And as always, when I close, I want to always say this to you guys because I want to be able to get it in your heart to understand that really happiness is a choice and joy is a choice. And and your attitude of how it is is a choice. And you can't say nobody made me get mad. I, you know, uh, she made me get upset. That's, that's, that's almost like saying this, that if you have a husband and wife at home, and let's say she gets aggravated and, and the husband, you know, says something effective. She made me hit her. Really? Okay. So now your, your spouse abuse is because it's her fault, right? Think about how lame that is and how warped that is, right? So don't ever say to yourself, well, she made me mad or he made me upset. No one can make you mad or upset, much less ever cause you to hit somebody, but no one can accept you. You welcome into your life. So with that said, remember today, folks, happiness is a choice. If you don't like your day, I got a great idea for you. Change your thoughts right now. Change your thoughts, your attitude of how you see your day and how you see you in this day. I guarantee you those thoughts will become things and your day will change. God bless. 
This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.